Hello from Awakenite Country. This is Tim McCardo, Leroy Junior Senior High School Principal, and welcome back to another edition of Principal McCardo's Weekly Update Podcast. We have an awesome show in store for you this week, so sit back, relax, and enjoy hearing from our Awakenites. All right, next up on the podcast this week, I'm uh, really excited to bring on uh, uh, for our next staff check-in, Mr. Capitelli. Uh, Cap, great to have you here on the podcast. Welcome. Nice to be here. Yep. Welcome to everyone else, too. So here we are. We're in week four, finishing up week four uh, you know, in this closure. Um, you know, Why don't you give us a little uh, insight of kind of how you've you know, uh, work through these four weeks, you know, as a teacher, as a parent, uh, as a husband, you know, how's it been uh, looking on, on your end? Well, I haven't, I mean, because it's been kind of like just ongoing, I haven't really set anything up. I'm becoming more regimented, I guess, for lack of a better word, as far as what I've been doing, um, trying to keep myself in some kind of schedule at first, wasn't sure how long it would last. But uh, now that it um, seems like it's going to go a little bit here, I'm trying to try to be on a schedule, trying to keep keep getting myself up early, and um, you know, doing certain things at certain times, and keep make sure I get outside for a little bit, and you know, just try to be active too for the most part, and along and also give you know school time and family time and whatnot as we go on here. So, you know, you've been a, been a veteran teacher here at Leroy, you know, for, for many years. And, uh, you know, and you, uh, you know, like myself, live in Caledonia and travel Route 5, uh, you know, d- d- down the street. Um, you know, your, your wife is a Cal Mom uh, teacher like mine, um, you know, but is, not a, but is not a Cal Mom alum. So talk to us about, you know, you got a great, uh, you know, a lot of... Um, Family ties in Leroy and in Caledonia, the Capital, you know, the Capitale family, you know, kind of widespread. You know, talk about just the uniqueness and and you know the ins and outs of the rivalry and just your family and all that. It's just it's a really cool story. Well, now for me personally, I've, I've become accustomed to it. I'm I've been doing it for. I mean, it's been my whole life for the most part. My adult life has been this situation. Uh, it's kind of funny, again, you ask my wife, she graduated from Leroy, I think it was 84, and she's, but now we always, I mean, she works down here in Caledonia, she definitely knows more people in Caledonia than I do, uh, which is kind of, and I probably know more Leroy than she does. Um, and as far, I mean, everyone asks, for me, it's really I, it, it, I can't say it's always been like this, but now it's kind of seamless. For myself, and um, and I just, I mean, I've, I've gone back and forth. I, my mother is from Leroy. She's a uh, Woodruff, an old Leroy name, and uh, so I have connections to Leroy before, you know, before marrying my wife too. I mean, like I said, my mother's uh, from Leroy. Um, as far as you know, it just it comes down to you know more times than not, more the sports than anything, which is funny. And, um, you know, I think uh, I can always tell my kids, and it's, it's in the unique thing when the Leroy Caledonia game occurs, it's always um, a little bit, you know, there's a little bit more at stake, obviously, and it just and it actually brings out the best in the, for the most part in the competition. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you, so as a, as a, as a teacher here, you've also coached, you know, uh, on the Leroy sidelines, you've coached on the Caledonia sidelines. You uh-huh. have kids that have played on the Cal, you know, obviously playing on Cal Mom, um, you know, and, and then, you know, so you have been like, there's probably not many, you know, people like yourself that have been literally touching all of those sides of this, of this uh, historic uh, rivalry and, 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 and res- respect that, that both communities have. And, um, you know, do you have a special uh, moment or a game that kind of stands out, you know, between the two towns over the years that, that you've been involved in? Um, I mean, as far as one thing I can tell you for sure is that it's usually, usually there's no either side, Kelman or Leroy, uh, usually it's okay. You don't, you get along better with whatever side that wins that particular uh, year. Uh, so that's usually the case. Um, and then there's always, you know, I wouldn't say not get along if, you know, with the losing side, but there's definitely a little bit more, uh, friendliness involved, let's say, when, uh, depending on which side you're coaching on. Um, as far as, uh, the game, I mean, I mean, most of my games have dealt with the football side of it. Uh, I mean, there's been some really, some really, uh, really tough games. I mean, over the years between, I mean, just just games that you don't see on a daily, I mean, on a weekly basis in football. All right, usually when the game, uh, it's hard to pinpoint one or two. I mean, way back when I used to coach at Leroy. Uh, we, we, there was a game, I, I, one that comes to mind for me always is the one in, uh, in the late nineties, we played, um, down here in Caledonia and it was just, uh, it was just, I mean, it was just, I mean, just for what, as a coach, not being out in the field, I was amazed at what these, the kids would do for us as far as just physically. And, uh, and it was both sides. So it would be, I mean, it was a game that went to overtime. And that was probably, if I had to pick a game that um, exemplified that rivalry, that would be the game. I, believe, I forget it was 97 or 98, but that was, that was uh, the quote of uh, coach, an old coach of mine, it was a brutal game. It was just, just physically, both teams were just, and it was just amazing that the, the kids would actually, you know, they were just run into each other back then. We, you know, pass. As Coach Monticelli used to say, pass is something you got to get out of study hall back then. <laughs> and, uh, and so uh, that would be the one I would I would point to. Yeah, that's great. The uh, and as far as you know, just talk about you know your your passion that you've had as a teacher. I mean, you you know being uh, you know you know teaching um, you know like you do and the relationships that you've made over the years and and the, you know have been very special. And just talk about how important that has been in your career and, and in your life and 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 um, and how you go about you know building that. Well, I think something like this really uh, you appreciate the fact that. Um, you know, when you teach, it's more—it's it's the interaction with the students that mean more than anything else. And uh, I mean, you—you you know, there's certain lessons and you know, knowledge content that you go over, but it's just that interaction of, uh, for the most part, with people that are in the same—you know—same uh, environment that you are. Okay, you—you know—you have kids. I mean, we're small schools small town and you're you're spending your time with them and just that interaction and you're you know it's really just an extension of your family for the most part and um 
I think you really appreciate that more now in something like this when you're not in school for a month or so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, you, you've also have been a very successful, uh, uh, you know, uh, dad. And, and I think, you know, you, you got some great kids, uh, you know, a, a fellow four, uh, a, a four uh, family dad like myself. And, um, yeah. you know, you, you got uh, these guys are moving and shaking. And how fun has it been, you know, watching them grow and now see them, you know, getting out in, in the professional world? Well, yeah, and still I mean, having one in school too. Let's not forget him. That's right. I had Jacob still in school, and he's uh, you know he's. I mean, it's a tough time for you know he's a sophomore. It's, it's it's tough for anyone at this, especially at that age. I think more than anything. I mean, as you get older, both my other sons are working right now, so they're that's keeping them busy. And um, my daughter's still at school, so and Jake. I mean, he's been busy with schoolwork himself. But it's uh, we've tried to you know, it's been fun watching. I mean, it's it's it's, an, it's a daily thing, so you don't really you don't you don't consider it fun sometimes until you look back at it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we've we've actually as far as here, we've tried to set a time at, after dinner, try to play a little rummy, just to make sure we you know again trying to get ourselves um, in a kind of a routine of something to do. I mean. You know, instead of just sitting on the TV and whatnot. Uh, so that's been kind of interesting, too. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, and I, I kind of, I mean, I'm lucky, you know, with a family, a larger family, you have that opportunity. And they're, 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 for the most part, they've been around, you know, probably a lot more, more, a lot more boring here if I didn't have them around the last month or so. Right. And the other part of the family, too, that I, you know, I've Definitely got to mention is obviously, you know, you talked about your mom and then your dad that live, you know, close to you. They're big supporters. You know, we see him at a lot of games here, um, you know, and then uh, your your uncle, uh, Vic, you know, these guys are just uh-huh. diehard, uh, you know, Caledonia guys that, uh, you know, that were big, big sport, you know, played a lot of sports and, you know, just have been uh-huh. in bleachers for decades, you know, and it's just... It's just great to see, you know, you know those guys, you know, continuing to support, and we see, you know, your, you know, your dad and your mom come here and support, uh, you know, all the Capitalis here as well. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just a pretty unique, cool situation. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, I, I, it, it's, I mean, like I said, I've been fortunate, and they're still, you know, they're able to do that. And, I mean, I definitely hear. Go, uh, coaching wise, more there's no bigger critics than my uh, <laughs> my father and my uncle in certain situations. Yeah, well, I could say that sometimes there's some of the most upset people after a game after a loss <laughs> than anyone else in the gym or the field. You know, it's like uh, it's just uh, it's great to see. You know, everyone's well, okay, we'll get it next time, but those two guys are going to need 48 hours to cool down. <laughs> if yeah, if not more, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's just that's great yeah. stuff, and it's just uh, you know we we appreciate you know all you know all your family members and everything that they do that you know the whole Leroy Caledonia connections. It really you know it's, it, it it's a part of the great fabric of of this uh, of this uh, rivalry and, and, and communities. And um, appreciate you joining the podcast and uh, taking some time out to give people a little inside uh, behind the scenes look. And we hope that uh, you continue to. Stay on your regiment, and you know, and, and we'll get through this together. Okay, you got it. All right. Well, thank you, Mr. McCardle. All right. Thanks, Cap, very much. All right. Okay. All right. We'll talk to you later.
All right, next up on our podcast this week, um, I'm excited to take you guys to the Williams house uh, and talk to uh, freshman Evan Williams and sophomore uh, Jake Williams, and excited to have both of you guys on. So welcome to the podcast this week. Thank you. Thank you. So let's first talk about each of you guys can kind of, you know, give us a little synopsis as far as kind of what your daily routine has been here. We're sitting here now, you know, four weeks, you know, into this, uh, in our school closure and four weeks into the social distancing. Um, you know, give us a little, uh, you know, a little insight of what you guys are up to, you know, on a daily basis. Um, well, you know, it's hard to, to do anything that's really fun you know like you can't really hang out with your friends we don't really see too many people other than our family but i say we do the best that we can like um we've all we've obviously we've been doing our school work we've been doing our zoom meetings that are almost every day so uh we've been doing that and uh, uh we go on a lot of family walks so <laughs> my dad likes to call it family physical education time <laughs> um and uh you know, for fun, we usually watch, like, movies. Like, uh, I've probably seen, like, ten new movies this entire entire break. Um, Evan, what do you think? Um, I mean, my my daily routine has pretty much the same. I have been, you know, staying in bed a lot, not really doing much other than, like, schoolwork, watching, like, shows and movies. That's about it. Okay, so now let's talk about like, I mean, the one thing about, you know, family, for those you know, people out there that, that have siblings, um, you know, it, it's always cool to kind of like learn about the dynamics, you know, w w within siblings. And you guys are you know, kind of unique because, you know, here you are, um, you know, you're going to the same school, obviously, you're, you know, a 14 year old and a 16 year old, one in ninth grade, one in 10th grade. Uh, Jay, talk to us about just kind of the dynamics and how, like, you guys, uh, you know, have grown up together as brothers, and, 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 and what does it look like? Um, you know, I feel like Evan and I have always gotten along. Like, we've never really been the, the type to actually get in fights with each other. But I feel like that's mostly due to the fact that we both have very different interests and we're very unique from each other. Like, uh, I, I, I'm a three-sport athlete. I play all year round and uh evan is more into like musicals and stuff he's very uh musically and artistically driven so um it's it's very interesting because we both have our own unique interests so we don't really butt heads when it comes to competing with each other so we uh we generally get along because there's no there's no need to fight with each other due to that kind of stuff you know nice um, and Evan, let's talk about, um, you know, as far as, you know, you're a really, really, uh, uh, you know, talented guy, um, uh, as far as your, your musical abilities and, and just, you know, what, like what you bring to the table here. And, you know, I, I was thankfully was able to see the Thursday night's, uh, performance of Into the Woods and, um, just was blown away with, with, you know, what you brought to the stage that night. And, you know, I've been, it's been fun to watch you kind of grow, you know, up and, and now, you know, getting into these, these roles. And I know you have big, big goals for yourself and, you know, talk to us just about, you know, like life on stage and, and, and some of those goals that you have and what you're doing to try to get there. I mean, like, obviously like Broadway's, the the big goal but like 
for me, my mentality is just like train. Like I try to do as much like as many musicals outside of school as I can. Like I've got a couple groups that I participate in. Like in the summer, I'm like looking into doing spring shows, stuff like that. Like just building up your resume and like working hard at it. How like how nerve wracking or non nerve wracking is it for you as a performer? I mean, like when I see you on stage, it, it feel like you just feel it's just so it seems so natural for you, you know. Like and and I, I would assume like learning your lines and learning these you know the, the you know the, your songs and all the different pieces. I mean, it just it just seems so natural. I mean, speak about you know just that that aspect of that. Um, I feel like. It, for me, it depends on, like, the role in the show. Like, for The Baker, like, I was nervous, like, the week leading up to it. But, like, once opening night hit, I was like, I got this. It's like, I've been rehearsing for, what, like, four or five months on this. I'm, like, I'm pretty solid. I don't really have anything to worry about at this point. Yeah, no, absolutely. And how cool was it for you guys um, when when John Bolton surprised you know the cast there on the friday night show you know he's obviously a broadway leroy alum i mean how much do you look up to him and um you know like how what an influence has he been on you that like i think speaking on like the entire cast that really like meant a lot to us because like i like we were pretty like just like broken up about the postponement and we were like i think that that was very like good that that happened it was it really brightened us like after the performance because everyone was just like a mess it was like you know our show just got postponed so we were like it, it was rough but it was like we it really it really made our made our days but i think like i i look up to him because it's like that's that's what i want to be like i think it's cool like seeing someone from like small town the growing up and like making it big on broadway and like in the music world. Yeah. No, I mean, not many schools our size can say, yeah, we have an active person on Broadway, you know? So I think that's just a, what a cool thing for you and a great connection. Um, you know, and you guys obviously have gone to New York city, have seen him there. Um, so just a, just a great launching pad for you. So that, that's just awesome. Um, all right, Jacob. So let's, let's switch gears in and, uh, we'll, we'll jump athletically here. Um, you know, this, you know, you, you talked about being a three sport athlete, uh, you know, soccer and, and track, um, you know, how, like, how hard has it been during this time to kind of stay, you know, stay in shape or what, you know, what have you done to keep yourself, you know, motivated and, and, and ready there? Um, you know, I'd say the motivation part is kind of the hardest part because during track it's, the workouts aren't exactly the most fun thing to do, you know. Mm-hmm. It's all running. It's all you're exhausted the entire time. But the best part is you're doing it with your team, and there everybody there is kind of when you're in it together. It's a lot easier. So running by yourself, like I, I do it. I go on runs every once in a while, but it's not as fun, and it's you definitely feel like you don't get as much out of it because there's not other people there pushing you to do your best. Yeah. And and let's talk soccer. I mean, you guys, uh, you know, the next year. I mean, every time I talk to Coach Hammer about next year's soccer team, I mean, his face kind of changes, and he has like some, you know, the smile goes ear to ear. 
I mean, how exciting are you, you know, how exciting is it to start thinking about the you know what next year's soccer team for boys soccer is going to look like? Oh yeah, it's um, we got a lot of really great players. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible. Everybody, every position is gonna be filled. Everybody's gonna be playing to their best ability. Um, obviously, this year we had we like lost three seniors, but it was a young team, was, and we still managed to do pretty well this year. So everybody's only gonna get better, and uh, we're we're gonna have a big team. Everybody's gonna work hard. Like no matter what position I play or like what my role is on the team, or I know it's gonna be a good time because everybody's gonna be wanting to go for that sectional title. I know, I know that we can do it. So as long as everybody has the same belief and work ethic and towards getting towards that goal, I think that uh, we can do big things next year. Yeah, no, I, I, I just can't wait because I know, you know, you, you know, uh, boys soccer has sniffed, you know, gotten into some semifinals over these last few years and have gotten pretty close. And the competition in boys soccer in Section 5, especially in the LCAA, is second to none. I mean, you got programs that are state ranked every year, um, and, and it's just some major, major competition. But, you know, like you said, I mean, you guys are poised and ready for to do something pretty magical here that uh, that hasn't been done. Yeah, I, I think everybody wants it, too. Everybody's hungry. We all know what the goal is. Nice. So uh, let's switch gears one more time. Uh, let's talk about, like, how is it being, you know, the, you know, the son of a teacher, you know, so... You know, I I was kind of in your guys' same boat. My dad was, he was my high school principal, um, you know, so they know the game of school, you know. So, you know, your your mom uh, obviously is a teacher at Alba. Uh, what is it like, you know, uh, having to, you know, the benefits and then having to deal with that at the same time? Um, There are a lot of benefits. Like, uh, she's a social studies teacher, so if I ever have a question about, like anything about social studies related, she's always got an answer for me. Or like if I need practice, she's got practice tests or like practice practice questions just for me to take a swing at. That really helps, like no matter what. And um, she's really she is a good teacher, so she knows how how the uh, school life goes nowadays. Like a lot of people, for a lot of parents, they haven't been in school since they were our age, and she's constantly at school. She sees how kids act and like what what's going on now so if you ever if we ever have a problem with school she knows how to help us out with that because she sees it every day yeah and evan why don't you talk about your dad i mean uh, uh i've seen him perform uh, man i i see where the gene pool runs through <laughs> yeah he's he's got a he's he performs all the time like what like three times a week dad <laughs> I don't know, like a lot. It's, it's definitely, definitely genetics. I mean, we're a pretty musical family when it comes to that. Like, and, and how, like, how inspiring has it been for you to kind of follow the footsteps there and and to learn some of the ropes and to you know kind of be inspired, you know, right in your own house? Uh, it's it's been pretty like inspiring. We're all, like, what I like about it is we're all like different aspects of it like my dad's more of like a like like a classic rock my mom's like well like pop maybe whatever and i'm like i'm theater so it's like 
it's like a cool mix in our house when it comes to music. Yeah. Yeah, I mean nothing against your mom. I mean I haven't I you know I haven't seen her out and doing live performances, but I know she's got some great pipes in there, so I don't want to don't want to put her under the rug by no means, but um, yeah, no, it's just, it's a, you guys got a really cool dynamic family and it, and it just, uh, yet another great cool thing about this community and, and just the diverse, uh, abilities that people have and how you guys celebrate your talents. So it's just been, it's really cool to see from afar. And, uh, you guys are very fortunate to have, you know, the, you know, the parents and the families that, that you come from. Um, and I think, you know, the last thing I guess is, you know, we'll talk about grandma uh, you know, the historian of the town. So, you know, you know, she's, she's awesome. I mean, I, I've had a ch- you know, chance of, you know, seeing her, how cool is it to have that connection, you know, with, with her knowledge and what she does to this community? Uh, it, it's really, it's awesome, you know, cause not only is she like a historian of this town, but she knows just about everything. Like you could ask her a question, she'll be able to answer it in some way, shape or form. But, um, it honestly offers us a, a unique in, uh, a unique insight on the whole town, and like we're able to do a lot of things that most kids probably wouldn't be able to do. Like we're we're always helping out around the historical society, and uh, and uh, she offers us unique experiences and like a lot of um, community service opportunities too. Like uh, we had a cemetery cleanup day during the summer, so and. Um, yeah, it's really awesome having a grandma who's just really involved with the community and always going. So it's it's kind of cool because you're like, man, maybe when I'm 73 years old, I'll be able to stay that active. Yeah, well, I, I think there's you, you you with having a grandma like that, like you're gonna have to do that to keep the keep the family uh, the, uh, name going. So uh, you know, I, yeah, I challenge sure. you guys to keep keep that going because she's pretty inspiring. You know, to be seeing you know what she does and 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 do it with an energy of like a fifteen year old. So um, yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, listen, I appreciate you guys taking time out. Um, it, it's a pleasure to have talked to you guys. You guys are, are you know another great uh, great example of of a whack and nights that we have and everything that you guys how you contribute to our school and and, and you know make this community what it is. So really appreciate it. Uh, you know, we're going to get through this together. And, uh, we, again, we thank you guys for joining us on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. All right, next up on the podcast this week, um, I'm really excited to bring on um, a very strong community advocate that we have here uh, in our community of Leroy. Uh, her name is Sam Vag, and it's a, just a pleasure to have Sam on the podcast. Sam, welcome to the podcast this week. Thank you for having me, Tim. Thanks for checking in, and I, I really appreciate being here. So Sam uh, has a lot of wears many many different hats and does a lot of different things for our community, um, and and we're going to kind of cover some of that ground during here. But Sam, why don't we start off by you know just kind of people that maybe don't know where you work, kind of you know let people know what your current uh, job title is and, and location and kind of what you're doing and then how you are affected by you know this current situation that we're in. Okay. Um, For those who don't know, I'm a licensed nursing home administrator. I work at Leroy Village Green. I've worked here for 21 years. And um, obviously the the nursing home industry has been pretty hit pretty hard by what's going on. And so we are doing the best we can every day over here. So... 
And how is uh, and, and how are some of the things that maybe you guys have had to, you know, your daily routine, you know, w- within your profession is 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 you know kind of derailed. What are some of the bigger things that you guys have had to make some adjustments? Well, first, I'd like to say that I I could not be more proud of the staff here. I mean, they dig down deep every day to maintain a positive attitude for our environment, for our residents, and each other. I'm grateful for our amazing community. You know, they're constantly uplifting our staff, our residents. They're sending gifts, words of encouragement, prayer. Um, So I I really am grateful for that. As far as the modifications to our job duties, I, I think... Obviously, um, because we're all feeling this in our personal lives, what's going on, and that ability to to put that towards the back of your brain and really focus in on making this the best environment for the residents, because they already have so many losses, and then you know to take away the ability to um, to be near each other and be near e- their families. I mean, it's 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 a lot. Um, but the staff here is doing an excellent job, and we've made so many great modifications to the activities. You know, the hallway bingo. Bingo's a huge thing around here, but they can play. They just play in the doorways, and, and we, we do it overhead, or we do it, we have spotters down the hall. So we, we've been able to take a lot of their normal routines and just make modifications so, so they don't lose everything. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's jump into some you know one of the big uh, you know pieces that people see you in this community is through your your work through Rotary and 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 specifically here at our school our Interact that you've been heavily involved with and have done so many great things and uh, it's just you know such a great model for our students to see a person like yourself um, you know that you know is not only top notch in their profession. But then is at that level, or, you know, or even higher at times, you know, on, on the off time of, you know, what you're choosing to do with your time in the community. So talk to us about just, you know, how awesome it's been to work and run the Interact and work with our kids and some of these, you know, great special projects that you guys have done over the years. Well, first, thank you for your kind words. And I've been involved with the Leroy Interact program since 2012. And it's really the kids, uh, your kids, and and how this district has just ingrained community service in them and and how excited they are to participate. And I I think I said it at the... the, the youth, the youth Services Awards at, for Genesee County last year, as long as they keep showing up, I'm going to keep showing up too. I, I mean, most of the time when we do these events, the, these students don't even need required hours. They're just doing it because they want to make their community a better place to live. So the, the nights are, are what, what keeps me going because they keep coming, you know, and they keep, they're excited about community service too. So um, the Interact, obviously I'm bummed. Uh, you know, it's, it's another loss for our kids. We were working on some big-time things this year. And, you know, we had some great events that have been hit in the past. You know, I'm just waiting on the more direction, you know, uh, as, it, as it comes or as the, um, the process for the rest of the year and the schedule for the rest of the year to see if maybe, you know, we can't modify some of those to make some special events for our moms, for our dads, you know, even with this, um, you know, everything going on because we, um, you well. just – it's just it's just a it's a it's just a tough time and 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 we don't want to just take away everything so we're just we're just waiting to see what happens taking things day by day yeah and you just have done a great job of of you know 
whether it's been those, you know, the, the tribute banners, you know, for military and then the mom prom. And then, the, you know, this year, you know, the planning of, of doing an event for the dads as well, you know, with our seniors and, you know, it's just, just a great, just great effort that impacts so many people. And speaking of that, you know, one of the big, you know, things that you're also been involved in is the, is the community kitchen, um, yeah. you know, which has just like just blown up. I mean, that, the, the efforts that you guys have done and how you've served the community. Uh, why don't you kind of talk about what the community kitchen is? And if, if any of our listeners have yet to even, you know, for some reason haven't heard about or haven't accessed it, how and when they can do that. Um, yes, the community kitchen, it has been, has been a wonderful, wonderful piece of our community, kind of a hidden treasure um, on Tuesday nights or the second and fourth Tuesday nights. And Christine Gephardt is, uh, has, has spearheaded that. She, she started that about two years ago. We just passed our two-year anniversary. In the last three, uh, two weeks, so two weeks ago, we served 280 people last week uh, partnered with Batavia's Original, served 360 meals. And then um, last night we served over 200 meals. And uh, it's, it's just been a huge part, especially with the increased need in the community, a lot of uncertainty. And, and uh, we, we've taken a lot of extra safety measures to make sure that we, we make it as safe as possible. But the community kitchen, and, and I'll tell you right now, that that's one of the things that keeps me going. I've been delivering meals to homebound seniors and um, some groceries to people in need, and and that's been a um, that's been a really great feeling to know that um, that you know we're helping the, these seniors stay safe, so they don't have to leave their homes, and and um, and they are so grateful um, for that that service. And it's community kitchen's been a very rewarding experience, and and it's really helping the community right now. You look at the numbers, and I know you the school has you know rave reviews on their their lunch program, and the same thing, just helping helping people get through this really tough time. Yeah, it's just it's been incredible to see the a lot of heroic acts by people here in the community to help others and and really you know put others first. And and you're definitely a great great model of that. Um, talk about just your, you know, like, like, you know, it, you know, you have obviously uh, nephews and, and nieces here at school and, um, you know, tell us about just, you know, what it's, what it's about to live in a whack and night country, you know, what, what you enjoy, you know, I see on the sidelines, see in the stands, you know, you know, what, what, what is it, what is it about? What, what's your take on just the, you know, this, this mojo here in a whack and night country that's special? Um, it really is. It really is is a community that just has each other's backs. I feel we have such a loyalty to each other, and there has never been a scenario or a project that I have worked worked on or anything that I've needed that I've not been able to find support in this community for. And it just makes you a cons- you know, excited to continue to do good things because when you, you it's, it's almost contagious. It, it's, you, you, you hear um, a student has, I'll give you an example of Interact, you know, a student has an idea and you, you teach them not to just be a, a, oh, that's a really good idea. You say, well, let's take it. How do we accomplish it? You know, if you want to have this event, let's, let's teach you how to get a permit. Let's teach you how to um, pitch your idea to the moves and to the rotary and to the business council. Let's get some funding behind your idea and watch that idea from a student become a reality. So, um, um, you know, Hometown Heroes is a, is a great example with the banners. You know, we were talking about, you know, what would they would like to see in their communities. And, and they say, well, uh, the, the students would say, well, we go to other communities, you know, Caledonia, you know, HFL, and they have these 
beautiful banners honoring their military, and I, and I feel like we should have that in our community. And I said, well, those things will just happen by themselves. You guys, if you want something in your community, fight for it. You know, make it happen. And so the, the, these kids, to watch um, a, a seed, you know, become a full plant and, and having these kids have the confidence to know that they know how to get these things done in their community if they want, and, and hopefully inspiring, you know, that, that contagious feeling within them to, to, to continue to do good things, and, and we've definitely seen that. I've I've um I've had the honor Emily Chavez you know um, I, I she went to uh, Ithaca started a started a Rotaract club and um, from her experiences with Interact from the programs that she went to and I was so excited to go to Ithaca and watch her begin that and and other and other Interact students um, who have who have continued their community service who have really um, made good connections lifetime connections through their through their um, experiences at, at Rotary camps and leadership conferences so it's. It's it's all part, and it all just comes back to this this amazing community of com, of community service who just helps each other and just instills this in our kids, and it just continues to grow, and it just makes me so proud to live here. And it, it, and like I said, it's just contagious when you see these wonderful projects, you know, finish. And and what are we going to do next? Because this this is awesome, you know. And and yeah. and, and and the kids are just learning so many skills in, in, within the process. Is it's just it's just such a gift for me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my last question is also an opportunity to kind of plug and, and prod too. Is uh, is you work around the the Milne uh, Scholarship, and you know you guys each year uh, come on stage and award thousands of dollars. We're talking twenty plus thousands of dollars uh, each year to seniors through all the great work that you know your group you know you know is working on each year and goes through a very rigorous scholarship application process and and we're at that time where you know, all of our seniors should be really taking advantage and cashing in on their hard work to have a chance at, at winning some of uh, these scholarships that you give out uh, give us just a you know you know speak to that and just the importance of you know taking time to, to go for that money Yes, it's Rotary scholarships are, are big time, and actually, I think um, within the last uh, last year, we gave thirty six thousand. I think we've been pretty consistent between thirty two and thirty six thousand, at least for the last three or four years. It's um, it's it's big time money, and, and what's great about Rotary scholarships is the check is made out to you to spend it on whatever you need, you know, to continue your education, and that's a it's a four year scholarship, so you get a check every year that, that you stay in school. And it's uh, it's it's so important that the scholarships are due by May fifteenth, and then we schedule interviews, and there is a a brief interview process. And you know, this year obviously we'll make modifications if we have to do that. You know, via telephone, FaceTime. You know, we'll certainly set that up. But uh, our plan is to um, continue giving that that funding again this year to the same amount. Now, unfortunately, our major fundraiser um, has been canceled this year, which is the Grace to Raise, and typically that's um, that's how we get a majority of our funding. However, our board uh, works very hard all year and has worked hard um, to to um, you know to build a bit, big investment account for for rainy days like this, and so we will be able to continue to give the same amount um, even with our, our major fundraiser being being canceled. So, or we anticipate that. So it's um, it's. It's just a, it's a great opportunity for our students, and uh, I, I just, what's the worst thing that's going to happen, you know, filling out the application, you know, just fill these applications out. So many scholarships yeah. get left on the table yeah. uh, because people just don't fill out the applications, and and um, just, just 
uh, fill out as many as you can, get them in, and, and the Milne Scholarship. It's just a great opportunity for some extra money going to school. Yep, can't can't agree more. And we we uh, encourage that message all the time with our seniors. So uh, yeah, we thank you so much, Sam, for joining us and coming on the podcast and sharing some of these great things. And you know, we we can't thank you enough for the partnership that we have and and the work that gets done. And uh, we really really appreciate it. So. Stay safe and uh, keep working hard, and uh, thank you again for your time. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it, and you be safe, okay? Yes, will do. Thank you, Sam. All right. Bye-bye. We'll finish off the podcast this week with my social media pick of the week. Uh, I'm going to pick two this week. going to go with uh, April 7th. Uh, We had our first uh, student takeover of our social media. So there's a multiple post from Alana Barris who took over our social media on the 7th. It was awesome to kind of get a behind the scenes look at all the cool things that she has uh, going on between academics and work and, and her horses. So if you haven't seen that, make sure to check that out. We'll continue that feature every Tuesday uh, moving forward. Um, also wanted to post, I uh, wanted to uh, select the post that we did on April 8th of our music department. Uh, we we were proud to um, announce that they were again uh, designated the 2020 Best Communities for Music Education. This is the 14th time that our school has earned that uh, right and uh, 14 out of the, fi- uh, the last 15 years to be exact. So congratulations to our staff and our students. Just dedication to its fullest uh, in this great program and we're just so proud of everything that they've been able to accomplish. Uh, and again, we want to thank everyone for tuning in uh, each week and uh, especially during this time when we're far apart. Hopefully this kind of brings you that community and that togetherness that we need at this time. Continue to social distance, continue to be safe, and we really appreciate everyone's support. Uh, We will be right back here next week from Awaka Night Country. And as always, go Knights.